Welcome to the <coughs> third edition of the WHS Weekly Podcast um, for the week of April 21st. Um, we'll start with some announcements. The Public Library will be hosting a face painting for teens workshop on Wednesday, May 3rd at 2 p.m. If you're interested, sign up um, at the library by April 22nd. The workshop is free and all supplies are provided. Scholarship info, the Donna Mann Full Scholarship um, for High School Journalism Excellence. Um, if you're looking at majoring in education, uh, please see the counseling office for information on the Donna Mann Full. The applications are due the 27th of April by 3.30. Dance team tryouts, Saturday, May 20th. Pick up information in the high school activities office. Any 10th grader interested in the PSAT, um, it will be offered October 11th. 2017, you need to sign up in the counseling office. Uh, some silver court opportunities. Uh, Saturday, April 29th, uh, still in need of volunteers for the Stewart Elementary Spring Carnival. If you're interested in helping, um, please see Mr. Ball for the uh, website uh, that you need in order to sign up. Keywash Half Marathon is on April 22nd. Um, if you're interested in helping, Please contact Michelle Driscoll at 319-461-2431 or driscoll.ml at gmail.com. Washington Baseball Program is looking for concession stand help during the summer. If you're interested, see Aaron Smith in the Media Center. Relay for Life is Saturday, June 24th from noon to 10 p.m. Looking for volunteers to help in the afternoon to run some minute-to-win-it games around the track. Volunteers are also needed during the auction. If you're interested, call 653-1625 after 5 p.m. Um, thank you for tuning in and hope you enjoy the rest of the program. Okay, we're here with a program spotlight uh, for Washington High School. We're here with uh, Sam Brinning, who works in the BLC Behavior Learning Center program here at the high school. And Sam's going to tell us a little bit about uh, the program. All right. So the Washington Behavior Learning Center, as Derek said, is also known as the BLC. And this is a program where students who maybe just need a little bit of extra help in the area of behavior um, come and spend either all of their day or part of their day in the program really focusing on the life and social skills that they need to be successful in the community. This is a special education program and um, right now it is a 6 through 12 program, but next year that will be expanding to our elementary levels as well. How many students do you currently have in the BLC? Currently we are serving 13 students, and these are students not only in the Washington School District, but also um, we have students that come from neighboring school districts. What does a typical day look like in the BLC for a student that would be taking classes, um, you know, in the program? Well, each student when they come in have a, has an individualized lesson plan and what the students do is they kind of work through that at their own pace. There are teachers available. We do have four teachers in the program to work with our students and if they come to anything that they need a little extra help with, the teachers are there to support those academic needs as well as addressing some of those behavioral needs along the way. Well, thank you for taking uh, some time today to talk to us about the BLC. Well, thanks for having me. We're here with another staff um, spotlight with Mr. Cleese, um, who has been heavily involved with our um, speech activities this year, and he's going to tell us about what's going on right now currently with, uh, with our improv kids. Thank you, Mr. Ball. 
Um, it's uh, funny that you mentioned improv because this little spiel that I'm going to give is indeed improvised. Um, so it's suiting that I'll be talking about improvisers. Um, and uh, although speech season is wrapped up, we do have some improvisers who were very involved and very interested in performing outside of the speech season. So they um, approached me after the season and asked how they could continue performing. And together we brainstormed potential events um, and different venues that they could perform in. And so even since speech season has been done, they performed um, for a one-man show. They opened for him a couple weeks ago. They performed for elementary students a couple weeks ago. They'll be going to the Halcyon House in the next few weeks to do weekly shows for the residents there. They'll be uh, closing for the Bald Soprano this coming Sunday and really stretching their uh, skills and their comfort level because all these different audiences and different environments that they're performing for, they've got to constantly readjust their, uh, their set and the way they perform and introduce themselves. So it's, it's really pushing them to perform more closely together, but also pushing the way that they perceive themselves as improvisers, not just as speech performers, but as improvisers, maybe with a capital I. So if you're interested in seeing some improv comedy, uh, come talk to me, talk to the improvisers. They will likely be performing sometime soon. Very good. Well, thanks for taking a couple minutes to, to talk to us about what's going on with our improv kids. Thank you, Mr. Ball. We're back with another um, student spotlight segment of um, the podcast, and we have um, sophomore Gwen Flannery here to talk with us about the um, play that is um, that you know currently practicing um, and, and getting ready for an upcoming performance. So, Gwen, go ahead and tell us um, about the play and your character. Okay, so my name is Gwen, and I'm in the play right now, and we are very close to our performances, which will be next. Friday, Saturday, Sunday at 7.30 on Friday and Saturday and at 2.30 on Sunday. This has been a really crazy play so far. It's called The Brothers Grimm Spectaculathon, where two narrators and a whole bunch of actors try to incorporate 209 Grimm fairy tales within a two and a half hour span. Of course, we don't get all of them in, but we try. And my character is Little Red Riding Hood, and so what I have to do is I had to get used to being a mean person towards other people whereas my character grows up in a gang and carries a gun around with her and still has to bring sweets to my grandma and it's sort of the same storyline but it also has Cinderella, Snow White, it has a bunch of other ones that we've all heard of, Rapunzel and many more and it just has a lot of fun people that go in it and a lot of them that I've been with, like Logan Hansen, Rio Lujano, Meredith Raver, Michael Dillon, a lot of them have been in previous plays before, and it's so fun being with them because they all know how to keep the energy going, and they know what to do and how to make it fun, and even if we don't feel comfortable doing it, they always help us through. And in, in the beginning of practices, we always go through a couple warm-ups just to get the energy going, and just to make sure that we're all going to have a good time and we're going to stay focused throughout the practice. And so we hope a lot of you will come out to the play next week, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday, 
hope that everyone will like it, and it's sure to be a great time. A um, couple of quick questions, Gwen. Um, the play is going to be in the high school auditorium, correct? Yes, it will be. Which is a little different um, that normally things are held in the community center, but obviously this year our, our auditorium has been completed. Talk about um, the excitement of, of the new auditorium and, and how it's different um, having your performances there versus maybe at the community center. Well, when it's here, it's easier for me, especially since I wasn't able to drive, then I don't have to get rides from people, and I know it's here, and I know people know where it is at, whereas they might not know where the community center is. So if we just tell them, oh, it's at the high school, they feel like they know it, and we're in there enough during school that they sort of understand what's going on. And it's also fun to be backstage and to be a part of it and to know and for band and choir that I can go on and perform and practice in there, and it's wonderful. Excellent. Well, Gwen, thanks for taking a uh, couple minutes to talk to us about the upcoming play. Thank you. We're here with McLean Leiden for another student uh, spotlight segment of the WHS Weekly Podcast. Um, McLean is going to tell us about two things, the uh, student showcase that will take place next week during uh, parent-teacher conferences on Wednesday at Washington High School. Um, and then he's also going to talk about a project that he is involved in um, regarding the upcoming Washington High School play. Uh, so, McLean, go ahead and start with uh, Student Showcase. What's what's happening next Wednesday at Washington High School? Um, next Wednesday, during parent-teacher conferences, we will be showcasing everyone's artwork um, during parent-teacher conferences. Everyone is allowed to have their artwork showcased. Uh, you just need to make sure that it's in by this Tuesday coming up. And you can either give it to me or take it to the art teacher, which would be Ampasaric. Okay, so any artwork that has been done throughout the school year um, can be taken to you or Ms. Pizarik and showcased on Wednesday at conferences. Yes. Um, and, and I would also add to that that there will be lots of other um, student showcases going on with other um, in other subject areas and with other teachers throughout the school. So um, should be an exciting uh, parent-teacher conference night. Okay, McLean, let's move on to uh, the project that you're involved with um, regarding the play. Tell us a little bit about that. Um, I got involved with props, creating props for the play, and it, right as of today, me and Adon had started painting a candy house, and the play is based on the Grimm brothers from their stories, all the stories they've written. Um, so right now we're working on a candy house from like Hansel and Gretel, and there'll be several other props for us to paint, but right now we're just focused on finishing the candy house. Um... In Anzerum, we're painting vines to go around um, on underlayment board. And it's just working on several different props for um, the play. Very good, McLean. Well, thanks for uh, taking a couple minutes to visit with us today. Thank you. Okay, we're here with an, a student um, athlete spotlight portion of the weekly podcast. And we're here with freshman girls track standout, Hannah Anderson. Hannah, uh, thanks for taking some time today. Uh, why don't you tell us how the track season's going so far? So far, our whole team has had a great season. We Our times have improved a lot. Um, our relays are doing very well and have a chance at going to Drake and definitely going to state. Very good. What uh, Speaking about you, um, what events uh, do you participate in? The long jump, the sprint med, 
100, 200, 400, 4 by one and 4 by 2 and, and based on earlier conversations, it sounds like you have the chance to um, compete um, at Drake, and, I, and you said that you, right now on the long jump, you're sitting at 7th. Yeah, 7th or 8th. And, and what was your jump? 17, 5, and a 4th. Very good. So last night, you guys ran at Mid Prairie, is that correct? Um, no, Mount That was boys, Mount Pleasant. Girls were at Mount Pleasant. Talk about last night. What did you participate in, and how did you uh, perform? We had a very good night. I did long jump, and I got second overall. And then I got first in the 100 with a 12.8 or something like that. And then our 4 by 2 dropped like two seconds, and we're about a like half a second a second to get into Drake. And then our 4 by 4 dropped like 19 seconds, and I ran a 59 for my split. And we're about a second, a few seconds off to make me into Drake, too. Wow, that's outstanding. And when is your next meet? Um, tomorrow, Thursday. So you run Thursday um, here in Washington? Yes. Excellent. Well, thanks for taking some time today to talk to us about Girls Track. Thank you. We're back with another um, student athletic spotlight portion um, of our program. And we are here with junior golf standout Dalton Myers. Uh, Dalton, why don't you go ahead and tell us a little bit about the golf season so far? Uh, this season so far, it's been a, it, we've had a good start. Uh, we've been shooting fairly good. We've been staying in the 150s, I believe, except for one meet, which is which is where we need to be in order to be a standout to try to make it to state. Um, we we've uh, we've all been playing pretty decent, actually. Uh, I think maybe all of us, except for one of one person on the team, have all has all shot in the 30s, which is which is good uh, for how early it is and. Um, it's been a strong start, and we just keep it going. And Very good. When was your uh, last competition? Uh, it was last or Tuesday, yesterday, Tuesday, uh, in Fort Madison. Who'd you guys play? Uh, it was uh, triangular with Fort Madison and Fairfield. And how did that end up? Uh, we did fair, fairly decent. Um, could have probably shot a little better, but it was kind of tough conditions uh, due to the wind and stuff, and very slick, fast greens. But we did we did very well on for. The conditions and all that. Good. And when's your next meet? Uh, our next meet will be Thursday in Mount Pleasant. And who do you uh, shoot against? Who do you play that night? Uh, Mount Pleasant and Fairfield. Very good, Dalton. Thanks for taking yep. a couple of minutes to talk to us about golf. Okay, we're here with another staff spotlight, and we have James Harris, who is one of our strength and conditioning coaches, that's going to tell us a little bit about what's going on in the weight room right now. So take it away, Coach Harris. Um. So right now, we have our off-season athletes lifting Monday, Wednesday, Friday mornings, and there's also an option for them to lift Monday and Wednesdays after school. Um, with that off-season program, I'd say we have 70 to 80 kids participating in it regularly. It's, you know, it's really encouraging, both male and female athletes. Um, also, in the weight room, we have the boys' track team and the girls' track team, both working really hard. Um, and also boys and girls soccer. Um, um, our girls soccer program is, has just started it up and you know they're really uh, embracing it and been showing up. So it's been really good and the boys soccer team had a fantastic lift this morning coming off a four-day weekend. Very good. Um, talk a little bit about you know as kind of the coordinator of our weight training program what are some of your philosophies and what do you try to instill in our athletes? Well I, you know I think the first thing is just the personal accountability to show up and invest in themselves. 
which I think is so important. And I, and I think it's something that kids can really buy into and see that, you know, the value of process, I guess, because, you know, they kind of get more immediate results from weight training. Like they can physically see it and they, and they get approval from their peers from it. So I, I think that's one thing is just the, the self-investment. You know, as far as my philosophy is concerned, we're going to really focus on compound multi-joint movements. Our, our priority in the weight room is to build strength and explosiveness. Um, we do work on mobility and conditioning and other things like that, but a lot of that can be done, I feel, in, in sports season practices where I feel like the weight room is a place where you can focus on strength and explosion. And if you're a stronger, more explosive athlete, you know, I think that's going to benefit whatever sport you play. Um, you know, going back to the compound movements, so we, I really look at it as there is five, you know, human movements that we go through. There's pulls, there's presses, there's squats, there's hip hinge, and then there's the carry. And then through that, everything can be based on either there's multiple angles we can work through, whether they're horizontal or vertical pulls and presses, um, you know, how, the depth of our hinges, the, where we load our squats, you know, if we're doing dumbbells, barbells, bodyweight stuff. But, you know, we, wanna, we always want to start our workouts with big compound movements so we get our maximal motor recruitment. And then we kind of, based on whatever our primary lifts are that day, then we do accessory movements for that. Very good. Well, hey, uh, we appreciate you taking a couple minutes to talk to us about the, the weight program. Um, and thank you for all of your, your efforts in, in building our, our strength and conditioning. Hey, my pleasure. To close the program, uh, we'll look at the <clears throat> schedule of events for the upcoming week. Um, Saturday, April 22nd, there is a boys golf invitational here at the here in Washington at the Country Club. On Monday, the 24th of April, uh, the girls golf team has a varsity meet at Mount Pleasant and the boys play um, at Lagos Acres Golf Course and Country Club. There's a girls' varsity soccer match at home against Mount Pleasant. The boys play at Mount Pleasant. There is a there are varsity track meets on Monday. The girls go to Burlington, and um, the boys have a JV meet at Burlington. Tuesday, there's a golf invitational at Edmondson Golf Course in Oskaloosa. There's a spring instrumental music concert in the auditorium starting at 7.30. Wednesday is an early dismissal. Parent-teacher conferences will pl take place on Wednesday from 3.30 to 7. Um, and again, a reminder during that time will be a student showcase. So please um, stop by the high school and take a look at what our students are doing. Thursday... Uh, is the start of Drake Relays, so any girls and boys varsity track qualifiers will be at the Drake Relays. Starting on Thursday, there's a golf meet at Walton Club in Fairfield. Uh, the boys play at Flint Hills in Burlington on Thursday as well. Girls varsity soccer match at, at home against Minneapolis. Uh, there's also uh, boys and girls varsity track meets uh, both will be running at Waco on Thursday. And there's a boys' varsity soccer game against Minneapolis um, at home as well.
um, following the girls' varsity soccer game on Thursday. Friday, Drake Relays continues, and Friday will be the opening performance of the play starting at 7.30. It will repeat on Saturday at 7.30, and then we'll close with a Sunday matinee, which begins at 2.30. Uh, thanks for tuning in, and uh, look. hopefully we'll um, catch you again next week for the fourth edition of the WHS Weekly Podcast.